What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Johnny Fogel alongside Alex Siegel, WNTH Radio, 88.1 FM, or if you're in the app, the new app. Uh, we're excited to have you with us for this fall sports new church tribunes preview we're excited to have fall sports again alec that's not something we had last year that is not something we had we got we got canceled we did get canceled we got canceled pretty hard we didn't even we didn't even do anything <laughs> cancel culture has taken over everywhere we look everywhere we go but you know we're glad we're back we're back at school we're we're in person right now we're recording this in the library we're excited to have you guys with us um we've got a couple fall sports we want to go over with you but um before that's uh you know anything good we want to Hype up that next week, next Friday, what date is that going to be? September be 10th, the, the 10th, yes. 10th, yeah. It's going to be a... Yeah, the 3rd, the 3rd. No, uh, is it not the 3rd today? No, it's the, it's 27th. the 27th. It'll be the 3rd of September next Friday. It's going to be a home football game. Really want to get your guys' support. Stevenson's coming to town. The Patriots are coming to town to play. Our hometown Trevians. We're really excited about the Trevian football team this year. We're liking how we're looking. We're going to talk about that a little bit later into the podcast, but... Um, Alec and I, alongside with our good friend Nick Froon, will be commentating that game play-by-play on the same station you're listening to this podcast on right now, WTH Radio 88.1 FM. So we're excited to have you guys with us. We're excited to get the support from the school. We're excited to be back. We're excited for student council, everything. We're just very excited to be back. So after this minute-and-a-half intro, uh, rambled on a little bit. Let's get into it. First sport we've got on the docket girls cross country varsity i was at the meet yesterday at the intra squad i do run cross country for the school and i got to take a look at a girl who goes by the name of beatrice she goes by b gilson and let me just tell you guys let me tell you folks this girl is an absolute blur she'd absolutely cook alec and i alec not that great of a cross country runner same with me alec actually quit cross country his sophomore year Mm. but let me tell you this girl Blink of an eye, she was gone. Off the start, if you've never seen a cross-country race, it's very, it's it's very, um, it's kind of like a pack at the beginning, and then everybody just takes off, you sprint at the beginning. Beatrice was gone off the starting gun, she's out in the open, it's kind of like, um, it's like a running back scoring a touchdown. She's Tyree just, Hill in open field. Tyree Kill in the open field, she's just absolutely... 25 yards of separation in front of everybody. She finished the race, I believe, a full minute ahead of anybody else. Absolutely ridiculous. And if you don't know what that means in a race, a minute and a half is a long, long, long time to be in front of somebody. I believe she finished around 12 and a half minutes, maybe closer to 12.20 yesterday. Unbelievable pacing by her. But I honestly might be downplaying it. We heard that in practice she was running somewhere near 11 minute for two mile pace, which is unbelievable pacing. 5.30 per mile is just an un it, it's just ridiculous this girl's an absolute blur and she shut up on a nod this girl's a cheerleader last year and now look at where she's at she's gonna be scoring for new cheer all year she's one of the fastest girls in the state she pushes herself very hard and we're very proud to you know call her one of our own aren't we alec mm-hmm. so uh next we have field hockey uh we'd like to first talk about emma and grace curry congratulations to them committing to college we're committing to george washington go colonials and we will apologize because you know field hockey it's not our strong suit we don't know a lot about field hockey field hockey is one of those sports where it's, it's kind of a cult a little bit i mean you know a lot of other sports are cults but field hockey is uh it's a niche for sure and not a lot of people know the rules to field hockey is it similar to hockey who's to be sure you know so we've got emma and grace curry then we know how hard they work with lacrosse we know how hard they work with field hockey and they didn't even commit for field hockey they committed for girls lacrosse which is something you know you'll hear about our spring sports preview in the spring obviously um just take this into account these are two of the hardest working girls you'll ever meet in school out of school all this stuff they're they're very um meticulous they're very uh, stupendous it's 
it's it's an art form to watch them play field hockey regardless if you understand the sport or not you just you can have a appreciation uh for a sport that even though you don't get it you can understand when somebody's so good at it yeah and uh of the couple years that i would watch field hockey as my sister was on the varsity team they won two straight uh state championships mm -hmm. and uh i still don't know much uh i know that kate mclaughlin who uh, goes to michigan now yes. was an absolute star led them to both state championships and uh She's going to Michigan for a reason now. Yes. So now we've got, um, we actually, we haven't talked about it, boys cross country. We kind of skipped right over it. Mm. There is a man. I have a podcast with him. He goes by the name of Nick Falk. He's got beautiful blonde curly hair. He's got also beautiful blue person, piercing eyes. This kid, let me tell you folks, this kid is a blur. He's, he's got a little bit of a lung injury right now, but let me tell you about this guy. This guy can run, when on his best terms, a four minute and 17 second mile. Alec, tell me how fast that is. That's fast. That's I, really I think fast. Uh, to, to be on the boys' basketball varsity team, you got to run a sub seven. So he's uh, he's doing about half. He's doing about half. This kid never gets tired. He's always running in pain. This this guy is an absolute beast. We're we're looking for him to win state this year. That's what everybody's talking about. He's talking to all the major Ivy League schools. He's talking to everybody. We're we're really excited to get his commitment. We're we're thinking that it's going to come up soon. But this guy is an absolute beast. We love watching Nick Falk compete. We, uh, I love spending time with him and you know, recording our podcast with him and just watching him run, but um, I'm not doing enough justice to George Cahill. George Cahill only a couple seconds behind, but you know, crucial seconds in cross country as, we've, you know, as I extra uh, extrapolate on this point that I made earlier. Seconds are a long time in a race. He's only seven or eight seconds behind Nick Falk, but this kid is an absolute blur too. George Cahill's got beautiful long brown hair he's got that hat he's always got it on his backwards hat this kid is an absolute blur he is a burner and he's going to be scoring second for this cross-country team this year obviously nick falk will be finishing first we're hoping because last year was apparently the best team ever this year we're hoping that can be even better hopefully and we can compete for state and we can win that championship this year and just run tough and along with being great athletes they're both great guys they are great you, guys you want to be friends with them stand they're... up stand up guys for yeah. sure Stand scholarly up. you know they love the love to chat it up and uh we uh hope them the best we do we do moving on two boys varsity golf we've got my former math coach or math teacher as the assistant coach got john nash along with head coach pete drevlin two fantastic guys so we just want to focus on a couple of guys here alec who are they so we want to talk about ethan bain you know, we're not we're not entirely sure how this uh, golf team goes down, but we see a lot of underclassmen here. But we Ethan do. Bain, of the the few seniors on this team, he's he's gonna shoot well. You know, he on his off days he's gonna shoot better than most of these guys, and uh, that's what we're looking for on this team. But with the underclassmen, you know, just a lot of them, more than we've seen in a while. Uh, you know, and we're hoping that uh, they can take over and they can shoot real well for uh, the years coming. We've heard rumors that there is a sophomore on this roster that shot 70 at tryouts. We're not 100% sure who that was because we couldn't confirm the rumor if it was true or not, obviously. But if that is true, other oh schools in the country, not just the state, watch out for this golf team. Moving on to the girls' golf varsity roster. We just want to highlight, we've never met her personally. We've never seen her play. Her name's Alexa Green. She is the only freshman on this girls roster, it is unbelievable. There's there's also a junior who goes by the name of Amy Bean Blossom. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I think I am. But Alexa Green, she's a freshman on a varsity girls golf roster. Making a varsity sport is not only a 
unbelievably challenging task, but is just as a freshman, Alec, that's just that's unprecedented. You, just, you really never see that you in really our grade. Don't. We had we had what James Payton for soccer. Yes, and exactly. And he came from even, a, he came from a soccer school. It's exactly. not even it's not even fair. We've never even heard of Alexa Green. We hope she's listening. We don't know how good she is at golf, but we assume that this girl can shoot with the best of them. We're moving on to our next sport. We're moving on to rowing, boys. Oh boy. So as a former rower, I can tell you with first-hand experience, there's a lot of kids on here that are, you know, they're, they're definitely going to be taking their talents to the college level for sure. We want to highlight one kid. His name's Cole Reedinger. He's actually sitting to the, where we're sitting in a room right now, and he's outside of this glass. He's actually watching rowing highlights. That's how much of a student of the game he is. This kid works harder than anybody I've ever seen in my entire life, and I tell you with complete certainty that he's one of the nicest guys I've ever met. And on the erg, off the erg, in the water, out of the water, this guy, I cannot say it enough, works harder than anybody I've ever seen, ever. He is the equivalent of a Kobe Bryant-esque mentality when it comes to rowing. This guy works harder. Just, I, you just, you always see him in the water. You always see him erging. You always see him lifting. You always see him running. He realized at an early age how talented he was and how lucky he was to have this opportunity. So what does he do he makes the most of it, Alec. That's what you do. Yeah, I mean, he just, he looks like a beast. Uh, you only hear that he's an absolute beast. Mm-hmm. All right, we're here. We were just talking about him. Cole Reedinger conveniently was sitting outside of this room. Cole, can you give us a little bit of a boys rowing preview for the fall season? What are we looking yeah, for? Yeah, totally. So we're looking for a few regattas, a lot of regattas in October. We're looking ahead of the rock. Um, hopefully we'll get some good good do good do. Uh, Good duels. <laughs> Good duels. Who are we? Who Good are... duels with CRF. Um, Rotoberfest. Mm-hmm. It's going to be really good. Um, and then to cap it off, we have uh, we have our head of the Charles. Our mm-hmm. top eight is looking like some of the fastest erg scores in the past few years, which is great. Second eight, I think, is the fastest second eight we've had in five years, I want to say. Mm. And... Um, more progress to be made. We'll be de- doing another testing piece in about a month, so hopefully we can break some records. Cole, outside of your D1 self, who else are we looking at on this rowing boys roster that we should be taking note of? Oh, I can take uh, I can take out a whole list here. Oh, he's got a whole list for I us. got a whole list. Very convenient for us. Corey, he didn't have to be here. He was actually sitting outside of here. We saw him. He was watching rowing highlights, perfecting his craft. Studying the craft. Studying the craft. When we're talking rowing, we have to talk about Skinner. We have to talk about Gloy. We have to talk about Ritter, Bacall, Jameson, Luca. It it keeps going. Jordan. Mateo Miller. Like, these names are names you have to remember. Household names. Household Household names. names. These are guys that are going to be in the eight. Mm. Not to mention... Two very strong coxswains, mm. JP and Alfred. Tell us about Alfred. We know about JP. We know about JP going into his uh, senior year. Senior year. Started late. Started late. Started late. New face, Cannon Jr. We haven't had too many junior coxswains ever go into the varsity eight, but he's made a great impact this fall season. And mm. so is JP. It's going to be a nice fight, and it's going to be fun. Who are we looking for, dude? Do you think uh, Nudge goes to JP? You're allowed to reveal how you feel? Uh, I don't think I can have have a uh, have a stance on this yet. But uh, what does all each member bring to the boat? Cannon has a very technical focus. Mm. What does that he mean? He understands the stroke. Mm-hmm. So pushing the legs, swinging the body, mm. and then JP knows what 
you want. He knows that hype. Yes, he does. He knows how to... And then, of course, we still have our, our testing with turns. We don't know where this is going. Right. You know? Someone might be a far better, like, coxswain, like, in the... When we're actually doing the course yes. in Boston. Right. And that's what matters, really. Has uh, Junior been sent to the head of the Charles to cox a boat before? Once. And that was a car by Enderian. Mm. And he was also a captain. JP is also a captain. Yes. Me and Jameson and Mateo Miller. Those are the four captains. Of course, we split them up to fall and spring, but it really doesn't matter. In the what's your what's your biggest goal, Cole, for this fall? For this for, when mean, we talk to you in the spring, what's your biggest goal for this entire for your last for my last hurrah for your last I mean, hurrah at Nutria before you commit to University of Rowing? Whatever. Um, I mean, I want to have our best performance. I want to. I mean, last year we were disappointed at Midwest's. Um, not too many people heard about it because it was a tough performance. Yeah. We were mad about it. And then we went back at Youth Nationals and we beat all the crews that beat us. So that was what it was. That was good. And then we, we want that again. We want to we wanna go to Head to Trials. We want to be strong. We want to take down Sancho's prep. We want to take down Sancho's prep. We want to take them down. We're not okay? rocking with Sancho's They prep. won Youth Nationals last year. And, I mean, they're, they're going to have some returners, but they're not going to have their full boat. We have seven returners. We have seven returners. Seven returners. You know That's what, what you need. That is, that is seven-eighths of a boat. So I, I got to speak from experience. Chemistry in a boat is extremely important. You got seven returners. It's similar to a football team. You look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They got all their starters returning. It's just like you're recipe, that, you're that far ahead. success. Exactly. No injuries. Success. No, no injuries. injuries. Yeah. No injuries. Only gonna, improvement. Only improvement. That's, Cole Reedinger. That's the word of the day. Improvement. Cole, thank Doing you so much best. for being on the show. Doing our best. We're rooting for the Rowan boys. Boom. Look, ladies and gentlemen, it's it's hard to rebound after Cole reading here, but we're gonna try. Girls varsity rowing. Let me let me say let me let me paint the picture. We talked about how challenging it is for someone to make a varsity sport as a freshman. Actually, as a freshman, you're not allowed to make the varsity rowing team. Because you have to be a novice for two seasons, which means you have to be on the freshman team your entire freshman year. However, there's a girl who goes by the name of Annika Roach from Wilmot, Illinois. We know her. We're friends with her. She was in the Varsity 8, stroking the Varsity 8, which is an unbelievable, unbelievable accomplishment as a freshman. And, you know, she's back on the scene four years later, bigger, better than ever. She could probably beat Alec and I up with her arms tied behind her back. Annika Roach is absolutely going to lead this girls' rowing team to victory. I, I have no doubt in my mind. But moving on to the next sport, we've got boys soccer. One of Alec and I's good friends, Aiden Crawford. He just committed to the University of Loyola, Chicago. He is the goalie. This kid's a, this kid's a freak. Nothing, Alec, nothing about. gets past him. Last year, he uh, it was his uh, second year starting. He was uh, starting goalie sophomore year, and uh, also rare. Doesn't, also, also rare. Does not yeah, happen. you don't see a lot of uh, underclassmen on the varsity team starting, for that matter. And uh, you know, Aiden did it. He uh, didn't allow very many goals. They were very successful. And uh, Aiden's just hoping to get better. He's uh, always texting in our group chat who wants to lift, who wants to get their get their footwork going. And, uh, you know, nobody wants to do it as much as him. You talk about a student of the game. Student of the game. And then James Payton, just committed to Kenyon College. Um, he's also been, a, been on varsity, but uh, since freshman year. Mm. And he's been... Uh, Getting some playing time since freshman year, started sophomore year. He is the captain. And he is the captain. Yes. 
And, uh, and let's talk about Ronan O'Neal, also a captain. Also Haven't heard captain. a commitment from college from him. Assume that it might come soon. Ronan O'Neal is just one of those big strikers, so big, so aggressive. He just gets his head on the ball. That's just what he does. Ronan is hes just an unbelievable worker. This, this guy is incredibly fast. He's deceptively fast. Alec, he, you look at this guy, you look at his size, and you don't assume that he can move. You think he's a as, bruiser. You think he's you, a bruiser, think... but that's the thing. He is a bruiser. He's a bruiser, but he's a also speedster. a burner. He's oh a speedster. God. He's a burner. This kid is an unbelievable frontline force. That's boys soccer. Moving on to swimming and diving. For the girls team, we've got two. They're twins. They're committed. What are their names? Uh... Alexis and Leslie Wendell. Wow. They're committed to Illinois and Iowa. Yes. And, uh, you know, obviously going to a Big Ten school for any sport is such an accomplishment. Going and, to any uh, school for any sport. Any any school for any sport. But they're going to two Big Ten schools, and uh, they're looking to... compete to, against each other. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe a little bit of that. And, um, yeah. We're looking forward to it. Tennis, girls varsity... Moving on to girls' varsity tennis. Um, this is the crazy thing about girls' varsity tennis. We're not going to lie to you and say that we know a lot about tennis. Because, in fact, we don't. We don't know that much about tennis. Tennis is, you know, it's, it's a niche. That's how it is. However, what we will say is, Alec, how many freshmen are on the varsity girls' tennis team this year? There are seven freshmen on the varsity team this year. Seven! And just, as we know... Nutria sports, they don't like putting upperclassmen on higher sports teams. We or don't know why. Like putting underclassmen, you mean? Underclassmen. We don't, we don't know why, but they just don't. They don't like doing it. It's a maturity, it's a maturity barrier. Seven freshmen on this varsity team, they, something's up. Check back in four years when yeah. they're just off the charts. Absolutely stunning. But we got to move on because we don't know that much about tennis. However, now, volleyball. Girls volleyball. We're always great. I think we're top five ranked this year. We're excited to see it. But here's the thing. You look at this roster, and uh, you're just kind of scanning it. You know, they have one freshman. Good for her. Six-foot freshman. It's kind of scary. We go to the bottom. She goes There's by the name of Lindsay Umlauf. This is unreal. She is 6'5". She is 6'5". You can't miss her. Just. She's I, a junior. She's a beast. Six foot five. That's all you need Alex, to know. Alex, how tall are you? I'm six foot two. Alec, maybe. how tall am I? It's five eleven. That's probably true. <laughs> yeah. Six, All right. Six five, folks. Now we're gonna move on to football. We are here with our last sport, but you know, let's not forget this is our most important sport, subjectively, of course. But we've got the varsity quarterback, Nevin. How we doing? I'm doing good. Thank you guys for having me again. This is the third or fourth time I think I've interviewed Nevin, but, um, you know, nothing like your first time. We're excited. We've got the varsity quarterback, like I just said. Nevin, big game today. But before, let's go backwards a little bit. What have you been doing in the off season to get yourself prepared for this moment? Yeah, so us as a team, we've really been working as uh, we got a lot of guys that graduated last year, especially on the defensive side of the ball. We really – uh, found it important as captains to, you know, uh, build build the team chemistry and really become friends and become brothers with, with everyone on the team like we did have last year. And I think we've really uh, stressed that to everyone and buying in. We've had um, some issues at the beginning of the summer of people, you know, being there every day. Some people were tired. Some people just came from a spring sport. So 
really trying to teach, uh, especially the underclassmen, mm-hmm. that it's really important to be there every day and, and, and buy into what we're trying to do as a team like we did last year, and that's why we were so success- successful last year. So really trying to stress that that was really important for this upcoming season. As a captain, how do you feel like you've mentored underclassmen? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I feel like this year, us as captains, we really uh, had to do – a lot in a short period of time because we had a we had a little shortened uh, summer. We didn't have true doubles. Um, I feel like we, uh, as captains, you know, we had all captains were seniors last year, so we had um, we're we're all five of us are new to the captains captain position, but mm-hmm. I think we definitely picked up quick. We had a lot of good guys uh, last year to learn from um, that were captains last year, so I think we really try to bring in what they did to us and we try to bring that down to the to the juniors and show them like how important every day every rep everything is um even if you're not in the game even if you're just on the sidelines just buying in and and how important that is to become being successful like we want to be this season and along with just the stuff on the outside with the captaincy just you know making sure people are uh keeping up and whatnot mm-hmm. uh what what type of stuff do you have like with the coaches like what's your responsibility with them uh so we have a really strict uh it's pretty much new a new system about um getting people to getting people to practices like i said during the summer the start of the summer people were like i uh, just take this day off i'm not, i don't i'm not really getting that much reps at practice it's kind of hot out i'll just take this day off and we we implemented a system um with OPIs, which is op- opportunity for personal improvement, mm. uh, so it's every time you miss a practice or you're late to a practice, you have to stay after and uh, um, with one of the coaches and work on yourself and and do uh, do some conditioning, do some push ups, stuff like that. Uh, just to just again to stress how important it is to be there every day for your teammates as well as for everyone around you and who what we're trying to be this season. And so with with the coaches, uh, one of our main things is just getting people to again I, I sound like a broken record but getting people to buy in yeah. every day um and really implementing that system we we told we told everyone how it's going to be we talked to them every time every time someone misses a practice uh, uh the five captains and coach doll uh talk with have a talk with them to see what's going on usually and that it's been successful we've we've talked we had a couple talks with uh, a couple of the guys and we think it's really worked out and in getting more people to to more practices and really starting to buy into what we want to do this year. You talk about getting people to buy in, and we can't forget about the heartbreaking end to last season. How do you channel that energy, that pain, that suffering that you went through last year against Man South into a new, you know, your creation uh-huh. for this next season? Yeah. Well, the good thing is, Maine South is is in our conference. They're always being in our conference. Uh, we get to play them every year, usually the last game of the season, and. You know, the last two years, this this year and last year, has, it's really been, I think, it's been more stressed about Maine South because we know we're 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 definitely competing with, uh, with them for the conference title. We think we're definitely good enough again, like last year, um, to c- compete as a conference title. So we tell people that were th- that were there for those games, uh, we remember you remember that feeling, you remember that bus ride home. Um, we don't want to feel that again. So every day. We we focus on the first week, of course. We take it week by week, but you know we always have that in, the, in our back of our heads. We're always preparing to be the best that we can to ultimately reach, achieve that goal of beating Maine South for the conference championship. So yeah, that's 
really important to us. Preparing to be the best. You've got your first game. I've seen it on your Instagram. You've been counting down the days for months now. Uh-huh. It's finally that day. Yes, sir. Are you ready? What, what's what, what's your what are your feelings right now? You got sure. butterflies. For sure. I think I think there's a there's a very thin line between excitement and nervousness. I think uh, being my third year uh, playing with this team, mm-hmm. I think it's more it's more gone to excitement more than nervousness. Uh, kind of struggling to stay focused in my classes and whatnot, but. I think I'm definitely I'm definitely excited to get out there at 7:30, and I think most of most of the guys are. If you're new or if you're if you're back from last year, even the guys last year, this is really their first varsity experience on, on for football because there was no one allowed at games last year. Mm-hmm. So um, I think everyone's excited to have people back in the stadium, and we're excited to put on a show for everyone that comes out to support us. So we're definitely very excited. You lost big names like Tyler Harden, like Brody Roth, but now. Tell me about the players that are going to fill those huge role players. Like, who are those for guys? Sure. Yeah, for sure. So I think one of, one of our most important guys that we, we, we got back from last year is Jack Cummings. You know, uh, second year playing football in a while. He hasn't played since eighth grade before last year. And I think, really, he came in and he started to really buy in. Like, like, I, said, like I said, buy in from uh, the captains, uh, Luca and Brody and Tyler, last year. Really stressed that. So... He, uh, Jack is, will be starting at running back today and as well as Mike linebacker. So, uh, he's playing more of that Brody position. Um, definitely not the same play style as Brody. He's definitely a bigger, bigger guy, uh, less quick than Brody, obviously, but he's definitely, he's, he definitely can do the job. And, you know, this year, uh, we got a lot of people back on the, the outside of the offense. So for him to step in and just be able to, um, run the ball up the middle when we need a couple yards, or also just just lead block or or pass pro block um, when we need to, when we're in passing situations is really important. And I think he's really overcome having to switch from just playing F last year, our wing position, to playing both sides of the ball now, and also playing a new running back position that he's never played before. And I think he's really adapted well, and I'm excited to see what he'll he'll be doing for us this season. Tell us about your connection with Kirk. We saw it kind of starting last year, but now you get a full off season. You get a full season uh-huh. with Josh Kirkpatrick. Yeah. What do you think you're going to accomplish with him this year? I think I th- I'm I'm hoping for big things. I'm expecting I'm expecting big things out of us. Uh, I think the the biggest thing between our connection is that he he did play quarterback. He knows what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. What uh, I like to see. How to read the defense better. Um, and he just knows how to get into open space at the right time. He's not, you know, he's not the most athletic player. He's not the quickest player, but he's one of the smartest players on our team for sure. He knows, he understands the offense very well. And I, and uh, us playing basketball and football together for the past couple of years has really improved our relationship. And you know, our relationship as well as him playing quarterback, it's really a good connection for me to have. Like, if uh, things get tough, I always try to find him on the field. And, you know, he's always my check-down guy. We've got another guy in here, Alexander Mendez. Tell me about the football season. What are you excited for? What are you looking What are you looking to accomplish for yourself? For myself? I'm just trying to have a good season, have fun. Not get hurt. Boys. Not get hurt Yeah. for the first year. Um, I think we're going to be a really good team, make a good playoff push, beat mm-hmm. Loyola. Beat Loyola, that's a big, yeah. that's a big prediction. How do you uh, – Mark how do you, it down. I'll, I'll write it down. How do, you, how do you think you can go about doing that? No, I just think our offense is really strong, and everyone will get used to playing and with each other, and we'll we can beat anyone. 
we can beat anyone. Yeah. Kevin, what's your thoughts on that? I agree with that 100%. Um, Alex is definitely uh, going to be one of our guys on defense. Uh, he's one of our captains. He He's going to, along with Charlie Zazula, he's going to be one of our leaders on defense. Um, a lot of people talk about how, how many returners we have on offense, but we definitely we definitely have some guys stepping up in those roles on defense that, that we lost from last year. And I definitely think that uh, Alex, as well as Charlie, will be able to lead them in the right direction. You know, Charlie's been playing for three years um, on varsity, so he knows, he, uh, along with Tyler Harden, Luca, and Brody, you know, their their captain their their captain mentorship has really paid off uh, to him as well. So I think he's he's definitely a guy um, as as well as Alex to lead our defense this year. So I'm looking looking forward to see. The last minute thirty of this interview we have with you, besides the forty pounds of muscle that I know you put on since sophomore year, since getting to New Trier, what's the biggest difference in your mentality starting this year compared to your sophomore year? Yeah, I think definitely. I think I'm just more more comfortable, you know, uh, coming through sophomore year to a new school, uh, sophomore on varsity. You know, I was, I kind of didn't know what to expect. I think that sophomore year we played our, our out of conference games. We played some really tough teams in Loyola, Barrington, Conant. They were really good those years, um, and I think those taught those taught me some valuable lessons. Um, I think definitely this year it's 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 going to be fun because um, I'm definitely more confident in our in our offense and I definitely am more comfortable in our offense uh running it um last year I think I I know most 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 of the ins and outs of of our whole offense so I think I know where everyone has to go if anyone needs some help we have some guys uh that are new this year that might need some help in the first game but I think uh I'm confident that we have enough guys to know where everyone's supposed to be going um to help them out the first couple games that's awesome. Nevin, we love hearing from you. We'll have you back on the show. For sure, for Whatever sure. the show looks like, if that's the engine, if that's me and Alec during this period. Yep. We're so excited for you. We're so excited for the football season. We're just Sounds excited good. to have sports back. Yep, Nevin, thank you so much. Yep, thank we'll you be for seeing, We'll be seeing you on the field. Nevin Krimaskoli, varsity quarterback. WKT Radio. 81.5.